1: Hey, everybody. Welcome into the podcast. This is Financial Choices Matter with Charles Scott and myself as we talk investing, finance, and retirement. And we've got a pretty interesting podcast this go around for you. I'm not really sure how to caption this one. So uh, maybe just <laughs> innovation uh, causing disruption. Maybe that's just the way I'll, I'll uh, kind of caption it and title it. But first, let's say, hey, and then we'll get into it. What's going on, my friend? How you doing?
0: Hey, we're great, Mark. Thank you. Glad we're doing this again. These are always fun, always enjoyable. I have to sharpen my brain sometimes for (laughs) some of this stuff and i'm going to go into this month saying this was one of the good ones where i could actually find my pencil sharpener oh okay nice nice. that helped i think that helped we'll find out we'll We'll find out exactly yeah Exactly. How does he answer the questions? How does this, you know, how does this grade out at the end of the whole
1: thing? Okay. So. Well, you know, we are into February, so this is our, our first podcast of the month. We typically do a couple of these each month. So, like I said, we've got a couple of good topics over the next, over the course of this month, actually. So, uh, you know, I guess we'll just dive right in, Charles, and just see how you sure. do with this. But of course, folks, if as always, if you hear something that piques your interest or you want to learn more or you need some help, always check with a qualified professional. Before you take action, you can reach out to Charles at his website at pelotoncapital.com. That's P-E-L-L-E-T-O-N-Capital.com or call him at 480-513-1830. All right. So what's the most interesting thing in the investment world? If it's that guy that says, I'm not always the most interesting man in the world, but what, <laughs> one of those commercials. Oh, yeah. But, there we go. <laughs> yeah. What's the most interesting thing in the world? Because I've read about this concept and you and I briefly talked about it. So I'm curious to learn more today of innovation causing disruption in various industries. So kind of explain this to us a little bit and what's your take on it?
0: Well, I think it's the, and I don't know, I'm going to go back probably nine months eventually in this brief conversation about it. I think it's the most interesting and important concept that people need to wrap their head around right now of all. We all know, and the perfect example of this. Is in the medical industry the whole genomic revolution that's going on? We have we found vaccines around the world that work because of innovations in the technology and medicine. In that, you know, the whole DNA sequencing stuff, and that's sure, above right. my pay grade. Right? Um, yeah. I mean, you know, I studied a lot of that junk in college because I was a pre-med, pre-dent student, but. That's a long time ago. Uh, but, you know, we developed a vaccine in a few months instead of several years, right. which is what it's always taken in the past. And this is causing monumental disruption, not just there. There's several industries. E-commerce, good grief. You know, we have a mall two miles from our house. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dillard's has already is closed. Oh, Sears yeah. closed. Yeah. They're going to redevelop the mall because malls are gone. R- retail is changing. E-commerce, you can buy it online. Good grief! The Amazon Prime truck shows up there next to our next door neighbor's house every day.
1: Oh yeah, there, you, just, you see them yeah. all the time now, and uh, you can—I mean—you can get everything from a tiny house to lobsters and everything in between. Live oh, lobsters, yeah. by the way.
0: Oh no, yeah, e-commerce. I'll give you some some basic industries that are, and this is what's causing this. Is this and it's this total technological technological. Innovation <laughs> Say that that's three going times faster. Right? Yeah, no, I'm not gonna. I had enough trouble <laughs> getting it out once. <laughs> So it's e-commerce, obviously. It's this, everything's getting digitized. I mean, everything. So the people that are out there leading that whole charge are changing the way you used to keep track of stuff. Right. The genomic revolution, I mentioned that before. E-gaming, electronic online gaming. Not only is it guys just sitting in the basement of their parents' house playing games, (laughs) it's, it's everywhere. I mean, it's... I mean, it's oh huge. no, it's actually
1: so much bigger than that too. It's yeah, it's oh no, there's it's uh, huge tournaments global gambling. Global, yeah, goblin gambling. There's oh yeah, uh, shows and production and no, it's a it's a big thing and, and there's I mean there's competitions with large prizes and then there's oh just, yeah, you know and it's also for it was funny because I guess when we we're trapped and in, in, in sitting at home like we've been doing and so on and so forth, it's a another way for escapism, I suppose, right?
0: Oh, yeah. No, it's absolutely that. I mean, people used to read a book. Now they play games, or, you know, and they'll, and they'll bet. And, you know, I mean, it's, I don't understand it completely. I do understand the fact that it's changing everything. There's exchange traded funds that have been built around gaming.
1: Interesting. Okay.
0: And, and, and all, and all the, those industries kind of didn't exist before. So.
1: Right. Not long not ago. Disrupted, yeah. Disrupted,
0: but they're being created. Millennial brands, now, I'm hmm. older. Okay. We have millennial daughters. They don't buy the same stuff we bought. True, uh, and yeah. that's And that's fine. But you, you know, so the things that, that you used to be. The staples, I
1: suppose, they, right? The... The,
0: their, yeah, our staples aren't their staples. Yeah. So it's a totally different world. And it's like Nordstrom's. Sherry worked for Nordstrom's for 27 years. Okay. It's a whole different store now than it ever used to be. Oh, and, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so it's it's just the the branding that we can't I haven't bought something there in five years right because they don't have stuff I want so that's changing and ESG the environmental social governance things oh
1: okay. green uh,
0: green uh, yeah. clean and sustainable right um, that's changing dramatically too I mean we have to we have to take better care of our world or it's gonna go away. And, well,
1: you know, um, we're going to go away. The world will probably still be here. Well, the world will
0: always be here. <laughs> right. just, there may not be people on we it. We will
1: go reason. away. Yeah. The, the yeah. environmental argument is always an interesting one because it's like, save the planet. And it's like, eh, how about save yourselves' ability to stay on the planet? Well,
0: that's, that's precisely what it is. Yeah. Yes. Because it wasn't, you know, there used to be dinosaurs. Now there's not.
1: Right. The planet will but do something long after fine. us. Right.
0: Yeah. It's just that we've, uh, we've kind of messed it up. And this is, I mean, I read something a couple of years ago in the, Sunday, New York times magazine Hmm. talking about scientists were talking about global warming, right. You know, climate change, they were talking about it. And this initial report that I remember vividly was from the late thirties and it's, and and they were just saying, this is what is going to happen if we keep doing this. And that was then, and you know, fast. Well, and we've
1: only been engaged in really heavy industry for the better part of the last, what, 125 years. You know, exactly. So, 150 so, yeah. years, maybe. You know. So, yeah. yeah, we've done a lot of damage in that time for absolutely. our for our way of life. Exactly.
0: Oh yeah. So we're really good at hurting stuff, unfortunately. <laughs> so it, yeah. it, it it yeah it. Uh, but this this whole innovation stuff is just something that's to me absolutely fascinating. And and I've got some factual data that I hate to bore you with, but I'm I'm going to use it to to make a point. No, go for and it. That is investment news magazine, which is something I read all the time. And among, you know, the other six or eight magazines that I look at, you know, just trade stuff all the the time. Right. There's always something new to learn, which was what makes it fun every day to get up and go find out what, you know, we used to tell the kids that when they would go to school, go learn something new today. And for us, it's the same thing here. Let's go learn something new today that we didn't know yesterday. So, um, okay. So here's out of the, for the fourth quarter of last year, this was a, this is a a listing of the largest exchange traded funds the etfs in the world based on the amount of money that came into them inflows in the last 3 months of last year okay so vanguard total stock market index etf was first with 14 billion dollars they now have a total of 202 billion so it's it's a big fund it's 14 big number, billion right? came in the next fund was another Vanguard fund, an international stock index, which means they own all those international stocks that they can possibly buy. And the, the total market index one owns all the stocks in this country, basically, that you, that you can buy. They own everything. Wow. Um, so they are not just the index, they are the market, if you will. So if you go down to fifth on the list, there's an ARK Innovation Exchange Traded Fund. You've never probably ever heard of ARK, ARK and their funds. They took in a third of what Vanguard took in, they took in $5 billion. That's pretty good for a, a relatively new company. But here's the interesting thing. The, re- the one-year return for 2020 was 20% for Vanguard, which isn't bad, given last year. Right. Uh, the the one-year return for the ARK fund was 152%. Wow. Now, that wasn't a misquote by me, 152 So you more than doubled your money in in that fund last year. The seventh fund on the list here Mm -hmm. that took in a quarter of the amount of money in that fourth quarter that the Vanguard Total Market Index Fund took in is another ARC fund. It was up 180% last year. So this innovation thing makes a difference. You know, as I was talking, about, the Vanguard Total Stock Market Fund is the total stock market. I mean, that's they named it for what it is. Right. These other funds are all based on this innovation causing disruption, and the areas that they're in. They're, they have a genomic revolution fund. The innovation fund is sort of a fund of funds. They've also got one, a, a next generation internet fund, which was actually the first one I invested in last year, and I did it at the end of May mm-hmm. for our clients. Not every single client, but for the clients that it was appropriate right, right. for. Since I bought it in May, at the end of May, it's up 135%. Oh, wow. I got I to gotta say, these guys are onto something. I mean, this is changing, in my opinion. It's certainly changing the way we approach investing for our clients. And, and, you know, and if somebody that's a Vanguard lover, and they have done a phenomenal job of staking out their spot in the investment world, and it's been based on low fees, reasonably decent performance and low fees. Their expense ratio, which is how they charge for everything, it is 0.03. So it's three one hundredths of a percent. It's almost nothing.
1: Right. It's right. next
0: to nothing. That's usually okay, their so, big thing.
1: Is that they're very. Oh, that's very absolutely low. Yeah. their
0: big thing. Yeah. And, and I and I respect that because that's what they have built their business on. And in that context, it works. But you know, the ARC Innovation Fund, the one that I mentioned to you earlier, was. Their expense ratio is three quarters of a percent. So, oh my gosh, yes, it's way larger. But would you rather have 152% return on your money or 20? Right. So in this, and that, will that happen every year? Of course not.
1: Right, right, right. As and, with and anything. This is, not,
0: yeah. this is not a recommendation to buy this one either. But I'm just saying this disruption innovation thing is a huge, huge game changer, in my opinion, in the investment world. Well, you know, we're seeing change.
1: I was just saying, we're just seeing change in the world, period. Like, obviously, you know, COVID and everything has just been happening and how we're kind of, whether you agree with some of the stuff or not, you know, change is usually difficult and cumbersome and not easy for people to digest. And so pushing forward, I mean, and you could go back and if you wanted to go back through history, I mean, you can, you know, how people would react to the first time they saw this or experienced that, right? Absolutely. So it's definitely it's never easy for humans to accept some of that stuff, but it's inevitably going to happen. So working yeah. your way through it and being, especially if you're an investor, at least being cognizant of, you know, what are some things that are out there or working with someone who can help highlight these? Because yeah, to your point, you know, I hadn't really even considered something like that, you know, but that makes a whole lot of sense because we are seeing so much innovation uh, left and right. And it oh. is kind of disrupting, you know, I guess, tribes and trues and staples.
0: Oh yeah. Nobody likes change. We're all a bit afraid of change and we get comfortable with where we are. Sure. But when something is there and it just continues, I've always said, if I see something three times, then I need to go find out what the heck it is. Something that I've never seen before. I need to go find out more about it because the universe is telling me, pay attention, (laughs) dude, because there's something going on here. And it doesn't always pan out like this has, but It absolutely is worth knowing. So this whole this this theme, I think it's we're gonna talk about some different philosophical points of view. Again, another podcast. But to me, this is a huge deal. And if you've never heard about it from your advisor, you know, call me. I'll talk. I'm happy to share.
1: Okay. All right.
0: You know this this is not proprietary information. Trust me, because. You know, it's just it's just a really cool thing, in All my right.
1: opinion. Well, if you want to learn a little bit more about the concept of innovation causing disruption in various industries and how that affects the investing world uh, and what might be the currently the most interesting thing in the investment world, then reach out and give Charles a jingle. As he mentioned, he'd be happy to chat with you, 480-513-1830. That's 480-513-1830. Uh, you can always uh, check them out online as well at pelotoncapital.com. That's P-E-L-L-E-T-O-N capital.com. And as I mentioned at the top of the show, before you do anything, you always want to check with a qualified professional. If you're working with an advisor, you know, have those conversations. If you're not, get an opinion, get a second opinion from a fiduciary advisor like Charles. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, Financial Choices Matter. You can find us on Apple, Google, Spotify, uh, so on and so forth. Just simply type in that in the search box of those apps, or just go to the website pelotoncapital.com and charles my friend thanks so much i appreciate that it was really interesting and i'll look forward to our next podcast when we will learn even more
0: it's fun i got excited about it so uh if you wanted something dull and boring today i apologize i hope it wasn't that
1: (laughs) well there you go well appreciate your time as always my friend i will see you in a couple of weeks and we'll talk to you next time here on the podcast this is financial choices matter